podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports, Yao Bonsu and Tyler Brown. Welcome, welcome to the second episode of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. My name is Tyler Brown, and with me, talking Bruins athletics, is Yao Bonsu. And also, we have Braden DeSantis here to talk about his recent game against Massapequa and his last year playing on the varsity football team. Before we get into the hefty load of Bruins athletics we have to talk about, first, Yao will recap the scores from this week. Yao, do your thing. Thank you, Tyler, for that introduction, although it could have been a teeny bit better, if I'm being honest. But nevertheless, let's get into the recap of scores from throughout the week in Bruins sports. Starting with girls' field hockey, Baldwin fell to Locust Valley earlier in the week, but redeemed themselves against Port Washington with a 3-1 win. Shifting gears to girls' soccer now, Baldwin fell to both Oceanside and Syosset in conference play, but Kalina Guadalupe, who was a Newsday Top 100 soccer player on Long Island, notched her first goal of the season against Syosset. But to cap off this week, the girls were defeated by Plainview JFK. The girls' cross-country team was bested in their second meet of the season against the other Section 8 teams. Looking at girls' volleyball, in their first game of the week, they continued their undefeated start in conference play by taking down Farmingdale in three sets, but later they fell to Southside in four sets in what was a non-conference game. Looking at girls' tennis now, after a 7-0 win against Carey, Baldwin won a hard-fought match against Oyster Bay 4-3. Paris Jamison and Adriana Ramos won the last point for the Bruins to give them the win. But later in the week, Bolden would fall to Carl Place, thus ending their two-match winning streak. Paris and Adriella, however, would win their match again. I feel like we'll hear a lot of them going through the rest of the season. Switching sides to boys sports now, boys football fell to Massapequa in what was their season opener. But for boys soccer, Baldwin tied with Uniondale 0-0 in what was Mike Perret's first shutout of the season. Love that guy. But anyways, Baldwin also fell to Massapequa and Westbury this week. And to end our recap of scores from throughout the week, boys cross country also fell to Section 8 teams, but Liam Graff and Patrick Mulvey both performed in the 4K, with Liam breaking 14 minutes and Patrick Mulvey shaving nearly one minute off his previous time. Alright guys, that was a lot of numbers, a lot of stats, and a lot of scores to cover from throughout the week. But now it is time for our featured game of the week. Tyler, what game will you be breaking down for us? Our feature game this week is Girls Varsity Volleyball's three-set victory against Farmingdale. The girls' volleyball team just simply played outstanding. These girls were locked in from the pregame, dancing and singing with each other, and immediately came out and scored the first point. After scoring the first couple points, later in the first set, the girls found themselves down and had to find a way to win the game. Coach Mosca called a timeout, brought everybody together, and told them that communication is key, they need to talk more, and they need to play as a team. The volleyball team played like a family, and their team spirit was through the roof. Even when somebody messed up on the team, they cheered them up, brought back their confidence, and raised their head high. Bolden did many things right this game, and not many things wrong. The only knock on Bolden for this game was the simple fact that they had a rough start. But this problem was fixed by Coach Mosca with the help of Brianna Esper, who had 9 kills, Tevin Maustat, who had 9 aces, and the supporting cast of the team. The girls played 
with intense defense, intense offense, and made sure to apply loads of pressure to Farmingdale to throw them off their game. This team is so far undefeated in conference play with talents like Caitlin Trepp, Alexa Zuniga, Ava Bandel as captains, and the support of players like Brianna Espert, Alyssa Santos, Gabrielle Biggs, and the list goes on and on. These girls have proven to be no joke and should be taken very seriously. The next game for girls volleyball is on the 21st versus Plainview. These girls will look to improve their record and improve their standings with another win. Now to steer away from volleyball, with me today I have two-time varsity football player and varsity captain Braden DeSantis. Braden, how are you feeling today? You feeling good? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. Thank you for having me on the show. Of course, of course. How do you personally feel that you did during the Mazapico game? Is there anything you think you could improve on? Uh, I think I had a pretty good game. Just had a few mistakes. The team had a few mistakes overall, too. Uh, just have to limit those mistakes. Do you feel like you'll make those mistakes again? Um, no, I don't because we will watch film as a team and just get better. Your teammates have described you to be an amazing leader, very determined, hardworking, and have an outstanding IQ on football and an overall great guy on the field. How have you feel that your teammates have impacted you and how have you impacted them? Um, we just bring out the best in each other in practice, in the locker room, everywhere, in the classroom. Um, just try to stay positive with everybody and yeah. How do you handle the workload and the pressure for blocking for players like Andrew, Trey, Maurice, and Daquan? Um, honestly, it's a, it's a heavy workload, but they're all good running backs, so it, uh, they make us look good, we make them look good. So uh, overall, it's just a, just a grind. And, uh, yeah. Coaches are an essential part of any sport. Without a coach, the team can't function properly. How have the coaches prepared you guys for this season? Uh, the coaches stay on us all year round. Uh, people think football is just a, a two, three-month sport, but honestly, it's a, it's 12 months out of the year, and uh, they just stay on us all year. Of course. You've been playing football for Baldwin all four years. How have the coaching staff impacted your character over the last four years? Um, they're just like a, another fire figure to me. Um, they uh, stay on top of my grades and everything like that. They stay on top of everybody's grades just so everybody can be eligible to play. And, yeah. The team had a rough game against Massapequa last week. What do you think the team will have to improve on to better their season? Um, I think we just have to stay disciplined, stay focused, limit the mistakes. Um, and we can limit the mistakes by watching film and practicing. This is more of a personal question. What do you think you could have done to improve this? What do you think you can do to improve this season? Uh, me personally, I think I can uh, limit my mistakes and try to have everyone just uh, take another step forward. Um, I think I could uh, block better overall, stay on blocks longer, and climb to the next level better. Of course. What do you consider a successful season? Because a lot of people have different ideas and different senses for a successful season. Um, I think to have a successful season, we need to uh, win out the rest of the season, go to Hofstra, and, uh, and compete for a championship. Like I said before, you've been playing with Baldwin for a long time. What is the best part about playing for this varsity team? Um, the best part is just uh, going to going to war with your brothers every every Saturday, uh, putting your all out there, and uh, I think the best the best part of being on a team is the uh, the dinners on Friday. I don't want to take your focus a little bit away from the season, but you are a senior. What are you gonna miss the most about playing for Baldwin and playing with your teammates? Um, I'm gonna miss wearing the blue and gold, repping Baldwin. 
Um, the coaches talk about leaving a legacy, so we have to uh, we have to stay positive. Everyone has to get on each other so we could uh, win a championship. Of course, you always need to better yourself, better your teammates, better the brothers around you. Do you see yourself playing football in college? Um, yeah, college level really uh, tests your love for the game, and I think I have that love. Do you really have that love? Yes, sir. Of course. All right, thank you, Braden, for being with us today. We'd like to wish you a great day, and thank you for being on our podcast. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, you, Tyler Brown, and thank you, yeah, for having me on the show. Thank you, Braden DeSantis, once again, boys varsity football player, for joining us on the show today. Obviously, after a bunch of long, hard practices and games, a football player needs their rest. And the fact that Braden took his free time and decided to join us today and get interviewed, it is something we are forever grateful for. But now, we would like to move to our Pod Star of the Week. Yes, we changed it from Athlete of the Week to Pod Star of the Week. I know it's corny, but there's always time to change it. Tyler highlighted Kimberly Wallace and Liam Graff last week as our pod star of the week. But now I would like to highlight Tess Ferguson from the girls varsity field hockey team. If I'm being honest, for the past two years, I've heard only good things about Tess. She does what she's supposed to do on and off the field. She listens to her coaches. She's a hard worker. And there really isn't anything bad you could say about her. And that is why this week she is my pod star of the week. Although Baldwin lost 1-3 to Locust Valley, as I mentioned earlier in the show, that one goal was assisted by Tess Ferguson. And then in their 3-1 win to Port Washington later in the week, not only did Tess score, but she also had another assist. The girls varsity field hockey team ended up going 1-1 on the week, with Tess Ferguson finishing the week with one goal and two assists. Shout out to Tess once again, keep doing your thing on the field, keep working hard, and I hope to interview you real soon on the show. And to cap off this week's episode, we would like to give you guys your weekly rundown of everything happening in Bruins Athletics this week. Boys Soccer will face New Hyde Park on September 21st and Freeport on September 27th. Girls Soccer, on the other hand, will face Massapequa on September 23rd and Farmingdale on September 26th. Be sure to check out our pod star of the week, Tess Ferguson, and the rest of the girls' varsity field hockey team when they face Cold Spring Harbor on the 25th and Port Washington on the 27th. Girls Varsity Volleyball will look to keep up their undefeated start in conference play when they face Plainview on September 21st, Massapequa on the 23rd, and Oceanside on the 27th. Girls Tennis, on the other hand, will have three matches this week when they meet Hicksville on the 23rd, Glen Cove on the 25th, and Plain Edge on the 27th. Boys and Girls Cross Country will have their third meet of the season when they face their usual Section 8 teams on September 24th. And to cap off the weekend events, we have Boys Varsity Football's home opener against Plainview JFK on September 21st. That will do it for Episode 2 of the Bold and Bruins Sports Podcast. Alongside Tyler Brown, my name is Yao Bonsu. We cannot begin to express to you guys how much the love and support we have gotten in the past week means to us. It is truly a blessing to have been able to start this show after going so long without one here at Baldwin. We ask that you guys keep supporting us, keep listening, and keep spreading the word to all your friends, families, teachers, and everyone else that you care about. I would also like to take this time to announce that we are officially streaming on all major platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Music, SoundCloud, YouTube, Podomatic, and my personal favorite, YaoBonsuSports.com. Wherever you decide to listen, be sure to subscribe, follow, or whatever it is to make sure you stay up to date on all the newest episodes and upcoming guests. 
Be sure to join us next week where I'll have the honor of interviewing girls varsity volleyball captain Ava Bandel on Baldwin's hot start to the season, her experience as a captain, and her future beyond being a Bruin. Thank you for listening in on this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin Sports.